0: Welcome to Permission to Thrive. I'm your host Susie Lula. As a spiritual therapist for over 20 years, I have the honor and privilege of ushering women and mothers just like you on a journey from simply surviving to powerfully thriving. I also have the honor of raising our son, Will, who is now a young adult with my longtime partner, Jamie, so I'm right there on the journey with you. Consider this your personal sanctuary, your space to meet your heart, embrace your messy, and come home to your most authentic, extraordinary self. My hope is that you leave resourced and inspired because you are here to shine. Welcome to Permission to Thrive. Well, hi and welcome everyone. I'm so excited about this episode, All Things Anxiety. So before we jump into All Things Anxiety, I wanna first thank all of you who heard my last solo episode on boundaries. If you haven't heard this episode on learning how to set effective boundaries, you may wanna go back and just catch the episode. I wanna thank those of you who have listened to it and who took the time to reach out to me. I love your DMs, your comments, your emails. And the feedback that I got was overwhelming. And what it had me realize is that if there's one thing as challenging as learning to set effective boundaries, it is how to handle anxiety and our stress. And so hence the idea to give an episode on anxiety came to me. So this episode is about all things anxiety related and ultimately, how to learn to soothe your own anxiety so that you will not have to continue to try to control and manage your outer life. So as we often do, let's start by centering ourselves so that we can become very available and receptive to receive all that is here for you around anxiety. So if it works for you, gently close your eyes. You're welcome to leave them open. You can place your hand on your heart. You don't have to, but you can place your hands on your heart just as a physical way to connect with your body. And let's become still, and let's become aware of our breath and allow our breath to move us inwardly, internally to connect with our heart, closing our eyes, touching our heart. It's just a way to turn away from the outer environment. We all have come from some activity before this episode. We're all gonna be going to another activity after this episode, but this time, is a time for you. We receive the best when we are the most relaxed. We transform the easiest when we are the most relaxed. So we begin to remember this is my time. This time is a gift to myself so that I can become so relaxed and I can receive so much that by the time I leave this episode, I am literally a different individual. And then whenever you're ready, gently open your eyes. So now we just begin to become aware of any anxiety that you have in your life, any stress that you're moving through in your life. And as I'm going through this episode, I want you all to be thinking of the different situations and circumstances and individuals in your life so that by the time you leave this episode, you have learned to soothe your own inner anxiety so that you will be able to stop trying to control yourself and others and your environment. So I'm going to start with an overview and then I'm going to teach you some specific practices to assist you to learn to self-soothe and soothe your own anxiety. So the word anxiety, the word anxious, actually comes from a Latin word and the Latin word means to choke. So often when we feel the surge of energy in our body, we feel like we're gonna choke, we feel paralyzed, we feel like we can't breathe, we feel panicked, we feel paralyzed, out of control. And so anxiety is the result of negative thinking about the future. So you may feel the energy in your body and you may think your anxiety is rooted in the present because you feel the energy in your body in the present. When you think about it, all anxiety is the result of having negative thoughts about future events. So the energy is happening in the moment but anxiety is the negative thoughts about something that's going to happen in the future. And so then we seek to control and manage the outer environment because we think if I can just control and manage this outer situation, then I will move back into a sense of peace and calm, and I won't be feeling this turbulent inner energy. And when we feel inner discomfort, and we immediately try to control our outer environment, we're gonna create a conflict, either inwardly or outwardly. So the ways that we try to control and manage the outer actually brings upon more anxiety and more stress. I don't know if any of you can relate to that, I certainly can, and I certainly have so many times in my own life. We begin to think, if I can just manage myself, if I can just control another, or if I can just control my outer environment. So those are the three ways that we seek to control, control ourselves, others, or the outer environment, thinking that all of that control is going to ultimately bring us inner peace. So I'm going to go through each one, inner control, Outer control and control of the environment and I'm going to go through them now and as I'm going through them I want you to be thinking about a real situation in your life perhaps you're the mom of two little ones and you've gotten them ready and you're on your way to school and you get in the car and you realize oh I forgot the lunches so then you go back inside to get the lunches you're feeling anxious now about being late for school then late for your own job And what do you do? You get in the car, the kids are fighting, and then you seek to quiet them down because you think by quieting them down and getting to the quiet, you will become more peaceful. So rather than quieting your inner environment, you try to control the outer environment. So I don't know if any of you can relate. I can certainly relate. So now I'm gonna go through so that you can follow your own examples of whether you're trying to control yourself, others, or the environment. So here are some of the ways that we seek to control ourselves, thinking that that will bring us inner peace. Perfectionism. Can any of you relate? Oh, if I'm just perfect, if I just don't make any mistakes, if I just present myself so well, certainly I will find that inner peace. Oh, if I'm so nice, if I'm just the nicest person, if I just don't have any needs, if I just don't speak up, if I don't have any boundaries, certainly then I'll feel peaceful and I won't experience this inner anxiety. Can any of you relate to those coping mechanisms? Or perhaps you begin to control the others around you. Like I said in that example, you try to control your kids so that you will feel peaceful inside. You try to control your partner so that you will feel peaceful inside. And some of those behaviors look like becoming bossy. Any of you guys bossy? I know my husband often says to me, you're not the boss of me, as if I'm bossing around a six-year-old. So we become bossy. We become controlling. Do any of you become manipulative? We can become passive-aggressive. We can try to manipulate the outer situations so that we will feel more peaceful inside. We can become the nice person, the polite person. Oh, if I'm just nice enough, that person won't get upset. And if that person doesn't get upset, then we won't have any conflict. And if we don't have any conflict, I will always feel at peace. Can any of you relate to that? sometimes we don't set boundaries and sometimes we do the opposite we set such rigid boundaries we have such rigid rules we try to protect ourselves have any of you ever left a relationship first so that you wouldn't feel the anxiety that happens if someone were to reject you so we often leave a situation first before we'll experience that discomfort or uncomfortable energy can any of you relate often we decide I'm not gonna be vulnerable. So if I'm not vulnerable, then I'm not exposing myself to the hurt and the anxiety that might happen when I'm becoming more intimate with another individual. Because what do we know? When we become more vulnerable, when we become more intimate, we do open ourselves up to feelings of hurt or sadness. And when we want to avoid those anxious feelings, We can simply put a wall up and we often don't even know it. I was having a conversation with a client earlier today and they were sharing with me that they had made a choice not to share some information with their partner and what they realized in hindsight and in retrospect was that decision not to share that communication with another individual was an attempt to protect themselves from the anxiety, that they were gonna possibly feel about the other person's reaction. So to try to protect themselves from this feeling of anxiety, they chose not to communicate something. And what it ended up doing was creating even more distance between themselves and the other individual. And so we seek to control the outside when we're afraid of this inner discomfort. And lastly, can any of you relate to this? controlling your outer environment to such a degree that if my outer environment is impeccable then certainly i will feel peaceful inside if my outer environment is so controlled then i will feel the calm that i'm looking for inside many of us seek to control our own body we seek to control what we put in our body what we're going to eat what we're not going to eat because we think that if I can control in a rigid way, it's going to keep me feeling peaceful and calm inside and I won't experience an anxiety that comes from the thought of I'm gaining weight, I don't look so good, or we seek to control our financial environment because if I just don't spend any money, then I won't feel anxious. So all of these ways reflect back our different control styles. So as I'm sharing, I want you to begin to become aware, what are your go to control styles, I'll feel okay, if I can only control these external environment. But what I want you to know about that is that's actually very selfish. And it's actually very narcissistic. And I'll tell you why. If I'm seeking to control you, so that I don't feel anxious, that's actually very selfish. If I'm seeking to control you, so that I stay peaceful and calm and relaxed, it's very narcissistic because that's only thinking about myself. But when I learn to soothe my own feelings of anxiety, then I'm going to be able to allow you to have your own feelings. I'm not gonna need to control you when I can soothe my own inner feelings. Does that make sense? So now I'm going to share with you all some ways that you can learn to start working with yourself. So when we're talking about the journey to soothing our own inner turbulence, soothing our own inner anxiety, one analogy you can think of is the ocean. When you think about the ocean and you think about this journey from inner anxiety to inner peace, you think about the surface of the ocean down to the depths and the floor of the ocean. At the surface of the ocean, there can be a lot of turbulent waves and we can feel tossed around in the turbulence of these waves. We can feel riptides. And so we're whirling and swirling and tossed and turned in the energy of the turbulence of the surface of the ocean. That's when we try to control and manage the external. But instead of going to the control of the external, if we feel ourselves tossed in the waves and the turbulence of the ocean, and instead we turn within, we turn within, we allow our breath to begin to move us inwardly, where it's going to take us, it's going to take us to the bottom of the ocean. And what are we gonna find at the bottom of the ocean? We're gonna find peace and calm, tranquility. We're gonna feel centered. We're gonna feel anchored in ourselves. We're gonna feel connected to our authentic self, our highest self. We're gonna feel connected to our wisdom and our clarity. So think about this. When you are connected to peace, calm, tranquility, your highest self, your wisest self, you're not going to need to try to control your outer environment. So the journey of learning to soothe your own anxiety is like the journey of the ocean. You're going from the turbulence of the waves at the surface of the ocean and you're learning how to go inwardly to get to the bottom of the ocean where true peace and true tranquility lie, where your true inner wisdom lies, where you are truly centered and anchored. Does that make sense? So that's one description of soothing your own inner anxiety. Another description of how we're learning to work with ourselves is the journey from the head to the heart. So think about it. When you're feeling a lot of whirling, swirling anxiety inside, it's like you're feeling the turbulence of the thoughts of your mind. And we are learning to move from the turbulence of the thoughts of the mind to the deep peace that resides in the heart and spirit. So we're moving from the turbulence of the mind to the peace of the heart. So now we're going to move into some questions that you can ask yourself when you begin to become aware that you are feeling anxiety. So let's say, let's go back to the example. Let's say you're the mom of two little ones. You forgot the lunch. You go back in, you get the lunch. You think you're going to be late for school and you start recognizing, oh, I'm feeling really anxious right now. So some questions to start asking yourself are, am I feeling out of control? Am I having negative thoughts about the future? Am I thinking, oh, we're gonna be late for school, I'm gonna be late for work, all in the future? Am I feeling uncertain about the future? Am I worried in some fashion about the future, even the next moment, even what the next moment will bring? Am I concerned about someone else's reaction? Am I concerned about an immediate consequence of my own action, my own conversation, my own self-expression? And then lastly, we ask ourselves, where in my body am I feeling this anxiety? And sometimes we can't pinpoint it into a particular place. Often people will say it resides in your stomach, your abdomen area but often it's a generalized feeling of anxiety. That's why it's called generalized anxiety. We feel it throughout our body. But what is the common thing? Once we ask ourselves, where in my body am I experiencing this discomfort? Then we can begin to connect with the body. When we are experiencing anxiety, you are disconnected from your body. Even though all the energy is swirling in your body, you actually disconnect from your body so that you don't have to experience it. But the breath is the connector. So you ask yourself, where am I feeling it in my body? And You move to the breath. You begin, you might place your hand on your heart. That will immediately start connecting you. Instead of going outward to try to control the external, now you have a way to physically connect you with your body. That's going to help you start turning inwardly. So your breath is what is gonna begin to connect you. Placing your hands on your heart is gonna be what's gonna begin to take you from the external to the internal. Now, you want to take three slow, deep breaths in. And I'm gonna show you how. You're gonna count out loud. You're gonna say one. Two, you're gonna inhale. And exhale with a sigh three long slow deep breath in and exhale with a sigh (sighs) science proves research shows that in just the time of taking three slow deep breaths in in 10 seconds 20 seconds 30 seconds less than a minute you can regulate your nervous system you can change your brain chemistry in less than 30 seconds a mom with two kids who's forgotten the snack, or a mom that walks into the room and your child has been on social media for 30 minutes longer than you had wanted them to, rather than learning to go to the breath, we're taught to try to take that child off the social media. Rather than first, first step is always connect with the breath, count it out loud. The other thing about counting out loud and exhaling with a sigh, is that you can hear yourself count, that's gonna help you connect with your body. You can feel the air in your deep inhalation, that's gonna help you connect with your body. And when you exhale with a sigh, you're gonna hear and feel that sigh and that's gonna connect you with your body. So in just 10, 20, 30 seconds, you're gonna begin to significantly change and regulate your nervous system energy. That is going to set you up for the next thing that I'm gonna teach you that is the gold. that is the secret sauce. I'm gonna teach you how to self-soothe, how to soothe yourself, soothe your own energy internally so that from now on you will be free and you will not have to control and manage anything in your outer world. So how to soothe our own anxiety internally So you don't have to try to control anyone externally. So first of all, self-soothing. What is self-soothing? Self-soothing is a mothering, nurturing, nourishing energy of self-connection. Remember I said, when we experience anxiety, even though we feel it in the body, we disconnect from the body. So self-soothing is a way to go from a disconnected body to a reconnected body so we are self-soothing we are connecting with ourself we are supporting ourself and we are compassionate towards ourself so self-soothing energy is a mothering energy a nurturing energy a nourishing energy an energy of self-connection of self-support of self-compassion it's connecting with yourself in a very loving way in a very kind way. And one of the bridges, one of the phrases that I use so often is a very simple phrase and it says it's so understandable. So let's say you're that mom with the two kids, you forgot the lunch, you get back in the car, you're thinking about being late for school and then you're thinking about then being late for your own work. Or you're the mom that walked in and your child is still on social media. Or you are so anxious about a report that you're gonna be turning into your boss. You're feeling anxious around your body because you've gained five pounds. Whatever it is, you apply the phrase. It's so understandable that you would be feeling that way. So let's go back to the mom. You forgot the lunch. You get back in the car. You realize you're anxious. You're thinking about your own work. You're trying to quiet your kids down. And you realize, oh, I'm trying to control them so that I can feel peaceful. And then you say to yourself, it's so understandable that you would be trying to quiet your kids down so that you could feel more peaceful. Oh, it's so understandable that you would try to convince your child to get off of social media just so you could feel more peaceful. It's so understandable that you would set a rigid boundary with your child. It's time to get off of social media now. It's so understandable that you would have raised your voice and tried to control your child so that you could feel more peaceful. You first start saying you're not condoning your behavior you are becoming aware that it's so understandable that you chose that behavior so i want you to try that on for a moment i want you to think of a real example in your life where you are aware that you can become anxious and you can begin to try to control yourself others or the environment but instead you start saying to yourself it's so understandable that i would be trying to control my outer environment it's so understandable i used to be the biggest people pleaser And I would say to myself, it's so understandable that you would try to be pleasing this other person and abandon yourself because you want to be connected to that other person. It's so understandable. So this phrase, it's so understandable, is a phrase of self-compassion. I've used it with thousands of clients and students. And to the person, it always comes back to me that that phrase, it's so understandable, is a very self soothing phrase to apply to yourself, you will feel in your nervous system, your nervous system will begin to calm down. When you hear those words, it's so understandable. Let's say that your child is pulling your other child's hair. If you were to say to that child, oh, it's so understandable that you're pulling his hair because he was just mean to you and you just wanted to get back at him, didn't you? That's so understandable. You're not condoning the behavior, but that child will feel seen, will feel heard, will feel valued. And I guarantee you that child will then stop with the hair and they'll turn to you and they'll go, yeah, he was so mean to me. I'm going to pull his hair and I'm going to make him hurt. But now instead of acting out, they're talking out. It's so understandable. So this is a phrase. I call it the secret sauce. It is a secret sauce of self-compassion. Try it. It's so understandable that you would think you need to be perfect. It's so understandable that you would not wanna make a mistake. It's so understandable that you would not speak up in that situation. It's so understandable that you think if your spouse did the dishes, everything would be better. It's so understandable that if You think that if your child just cleaned their room, everything would be better. Just got off of social media. It's so understandable that you think if you just made more money, if you were just a little thinner, if you were just a little stronger, it's so understandable. So as you're trying that on, I want you to now begin to become aware that those feelings that are so understandable, those actions that are so understandable, They represent your past unhealed wounds. They represent your past unprocessed traumas, incomplete processing. So anxiety represents not only negative future thoughts, but the energy of the old unprocessed material comes into our body. And that's why it feels so overwhelming to feel anxiety and stress. You have your negative thoughts about the future, coupled with your unprocessed energy from the past and your negative thoughts about the future come from your unprocessed energy from the past. Doesn't that make sense? If you had unprocessed trauma because every time you spoke up in your family of origin, you got dramatic consequences, then when you start projecting into the future negatively that if I speak up now, my husband's gonna be upset with me, It's coming from something that isn't healed from your past. When I was younger and I would speak up, I used to get in a lot of trouble. So the past and the future converge and it creates like a washing machine turbulence of that energy. So what is going to soothe your inner anxiety is to become aware of your unmet needs. So the unmet needs of anxiety. Remember at the beginning, I said anxiety is thinking negative future thoughts, it's feeling that you're not safe, and it's feeling that you are not supported. So the unmet needs that anxiety represents are knowing that you are safe, knowing that you are supported, and knowing that everything that is happening in your life is happening for you, that you live in a benevolent universe that is for you. And the medicine for that is it's so understandable. And the ultimate feeling of an unmet need is saying to yourself, I'm right here. I'm aware that you need to feel safe. You need to feel supported. I'm aware that you need to feel like this is happening for you, not to you. And I'm right here. And I'm aware that when you were little, you didn't feel safe. I'm aware that when you were younger, you didn't feel supported. I'm aware that in the past when you were young, if you would have been late, you would have gotten in so much trouble. So it's understandable that now you don't wanna be late anymore. But now I'm here with you. Now you are not alone. Now you are not gonna experience that same consequence. What is happening right now is happening for you because it's helping you to process and come to completion with this old unprocessed energy. And when you come to completion with the old unprocessed energy, you're not going to have negative thoughts about the future. And you're going to be able to come to center and soothe yourself. And the ultimate soothing words sound like I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm with you now. You are safe. You are supported. And what is happening is happening for you. So I want to review this just quickly. You're asking the questions, am I trying to control my external environment? Am I feeling uncertain about the future? Then you bridge to asking, where am I feeling this in my body? And you use your breath, the three breaths, inhale, exhale, to help center you in your body, connect with your body, and then you begin to self-soothe. And the self-soothing practices are, it's so understandable and then you elaborate with that it's so understandable and you are safe now you are supported now I am right here I see you what's happening is for you what's happening is not happening to you you are not alone I will not leave you alone I am right here and as you are speaking to yourself with self-soothing phrases Self-soothing sentences, self-soothing energy. The self-soothing energy is going to begin to calm yourself down. And the self-soothing energy is going to assist you to regulate your nervous system. And when your nervous system is regulated, you are then in the prime opportunity to connect with deep inner peace, deep inner trust, inner tranquility inner harmony when you become peaceful you become aware of a harmony that's there you become aware of an energy that is available to you you exhale you relax when you relax you become more connected to your inner wisdom you become more connected with your higher self you become more connected to your most authentic self You become aware of your own inner North Star, your own inner intuition. So now imagine that example again. Your mom, you have two kids, you forgot the lunches, you run back to get the lunches, you run back into your car, you're having these thoughts, your kids are loud, you think you're going to be late for school, you think you're going to be late for work. Or another example, you walk into the room innocently, your child is on social media an hour after you told them to get off of social media and they're still on technology and you start to become anxious and you start thinking oh my gosh they're going to be addicted to technology their grades are going to drop they're going to have trouble in high school. Or you become anxious about your body I can't believe I ate that for dinner now i'm going to gain weight now I am not going to be as healthy as strong my clothes aren't going to fit so whatever it is in your life maybe it's your mother-in-law, maybe it's an intimate relationship, whatever it is, you're feeling anxious. We can't deny that you might be feeling anxious. You're in the car, you're thinking about being late for school or work, and then what do you do? You take three deep breaths in, let your kids hear you count, let your partner hear you count, it doesn't matter. Within those 10, 30 seconds, you start to soothe your nervous system. So you've gone from this person who's running in the house, getting the lunches, getting in the car, Thinking all these thoughts about being late to a person who is now counting their three breaths in and out your nervous system begins to calm as your nervous system begins to calm you begin to tell yourself it's so understandable that you would be feeling anxious about being late for work. It's so understandable. You don't want to be late for work. It's so understandable because when you were little and you were late getting in the car, you got in so much trouble. It's so understandable that this has become an anxiety, stressful situation for you. It's so understandable. And then you elaborate and you start telling yourself, but you know what, you're not a kid anymore and I'm with you right now and I see you and I have compassion for what you went through as a little one, but I'm right here right now and you are not alone right now. And what is happening is actually happening for you. It's not happening to you because this is assisting us to learn that we don't have to control and manage the outer situations. We're learning now how to process our old trauma and energy and we're learning how to self-soothe and self-regulate and bring ourselves back into our body calm our own nervous system and rewire our own brain chemistry. Oh, I'm with you. I see you. You're not alone. I've got you. I'm here to support you. I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. So I want you to begin to practice this. The next time you find yourself anxious, you just practice these steps. And if you'd like to dive deeper, into the world of soothing your own anxiety, I have an online course called Learning the Language of Self-Compassion. And when you really dive deep and you learn how to soothe yourself through the language of self-compassion, I promise you, you will no longer need to try to control and manage your outer world, other people, your kids, your in-laws, your spouse, your body, your finance, You will learn how to relate to yourself with true, deeply transformative self-compassion. The power of compassion to transform is enormous. Let it not be underrated or undervalued in your own life. So check out that course if you're interested in going deeper. Then please, in your DMs, in your comments, email me, text me, reach out to me. Let me know how it goes. Let me know what's working for you and let me know what you'd like more of so that I can cater these episodes to what works best for you. And as always, if there are any takeaways, anything that has assisted you in this episode, please subscribe to Permission to Thrive. It will help you not miss any episodes and it will help us get this message out that wherever you are on planet Earth, you are here to thrive you are here to shine much love everyone and see you next week hi everyone i'm so excited for you to hear this episode on all things anxiety i hear so many questions about how to deal with and soothe our own anxiety and stress so in this episode i talk about the ways that we seek to control our external world in order to soothe our inner anxiety. I talk about three questions that you can ask yourself and how to determine your control style. I talk about how we can learn to self-soothe so that you don't have to resort to controlling your external environment. And I talk about what self-compassion sounds like and how to use self-compassion to soothe your nervous system, change your brain chemistry, and learn to relax rather than control. I also share with you very powerful practical tools to take you from the energy of overwhelm and anxiety to deep, profound peace, inner harmony and tranquility, and to connect with your inner wisdom and intuition that is your ultimate authority. When you are connected to your ultimate inner authority you will be free and liberated from the need to try to control your external world so as always sit back relax this is your time your sanctuary relax and enjoy thank you so much for listening if there was something in this conversation that spoke to you. We'd so appreciate it if you would take the time to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share this episode with women and mothers you know, because you are here to thrive. See you next time.